I'm sorry, Har. Your hair is funny. I know, I know. Say, saying that with a buagela on the, on the head. Are you making fun of my hair? Mm-hmm. Me? Hi, Shai. Hi, Brit. Thank you for coming to visit me. It's so late. It's very late It's now. very late. Yeah. I'm Brit Borak. I work for Nexmo at the Developer Experience and Relations team. I'm sitting here with a very special person. I'm a special person. <laughs> It's like in high school. <laughs> no. <laughs> This is a very special person. My name is Shai Reznik. I'm doing a lot of things, but mainly I teach about testing and Angular. I'm doing it on HiRes.io and TestAngular.com. Okay, way before that I met you in person, I came across a very cool show that you did. You say to call it show and not a talk. Right? Yeah, it's a show. I remember seeing this show. I have no idea what you talked about because, right, I'm not from that community or this technology. And I was laughing so hard. I looked at it and I, I, I didn't understand what am I seeing and how come this is a part of a technical conference. So this was a very big wow moment for me. It smashes everything that I thought about a tech talk and public speaking. Now, after I met you and after I know you and after I have a, a more of a context about you as a person, I would really love to know a little bit more of how this came across. I think you're referring to NGWAT. NGWAT was an NGConf, which is the biggest conference, of, uh, Angular conference in the world. Like how many people are there? Nowadays, there are like 1,500. Back then, it was 800 people, 700 people. But it was by far the largest audience I ever performed in front. And it was, to say the least, the, the, one of the scariest things I ever did in my life. So actually, it wasn't really much of a tech talk. Yeah, it was a roast. So basically, it was based on a talk called JavaScript Wet, which is a lightning talk by Gary Bernhardt, uh, which basically took JavaScript and ripped it to pieces by mocking it and, and showing like weird stuff in the language and showing like wet pictures, which are like funny, weird pictures that yeah. just to illustrate how weird the language is. So how did you even get to have this kind of a talk at a tech conference? Okay, so <laughs> I started speaking, I think, in late 2012. It was very, very, very different than this talk. I was uh, very shy <laughs> at, fir <coughs> at first, although... You did some stand-up comedy shows, right? Stand-up, I, I used to do, like, I don't know, 2006, roughly, but I got bored of telling, like, the same jokes, like, every week. Okay. So I move to improv which is a much more versatile art of like trying to take the moment and to extract a story out of it that gave me a lot of tools to handle weird stuff that happened during the lecture and how to respond to that in the moment so i already had like the improv uh, let's say uh, route but when i first started talking it was very hard for me to incorporate like humor into my talks because I thought talks should be like professional and and I, I still like try try to get a hold of, on this speaking stuff and making sure I'm not like doing any mistakes so it was very mellow very like dry if you will google my uh, 
first talks, you will see a completely different person. Uh, like I used to start like, hi, I'm, I'm shy and I'm uh, like very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I always cannot imagine it even. Yeah. I did it like more and more and then I got a little bit more comfortable and I started also I'm I'm I watched a lot of lectures just to learn like over the years like we all do as developers and some of the people I watch gave me inspiration to try to incorporate more humor into it like Scott Anselman if you google his uh, lectures his also professional like super strict ones and but super loose ones like his lecture about productivity is like super funny and and also like teaching along the way not just the joking yeah so that gave me inspiration i saw a, a bunch of of those and i started thinking well maybe i will try you know just like adding like a funny gif in one of my serious lectures and my delivery was very still very like dry so it didn't get a lot of response but i started like becoming more comfortable mm-hmm. so in 2015 or late 14 i ran a, a, a meetup group called javascript israel and one of the meetups the monthly meetups we had a speaker who gave a talk he called it javascript wet 2 so it took the same concept of javascript wet of gary and he like found other quirks and other funny pictures and delivered that. And I saw the crowd reaction and they left from the funny pictures. While seeing that, I thought to myself, nobody tried that for Angular. And I wonder what if I will take all of my craziness, like because in the day to day, I encounter like I meet a lot of uh, weird stuff. Like, that's my life. I, I like attract a lot of weird stuff into uh-huh. my life. Okay. So you're aware. Yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> okay. I'm weird stuff. Uh, <laughs> and and um, so and and I have lots of friends who send me like weird gifts. You know, I thought to myself while seeing the local JavaScript web talk. Well, I I have much weirder images than that and gifts that I'm sure like if those are getting like laughs mine will be crazy and And then like how did you get the courage to do that on such a big conference and not i don't know in a small meetup or um, anything at all well it was kind of a hell mary (laughs) because i tried to see when's the next ngcon so i will book it to watch it on youtube because i never imagined that i will speak there or you know in any big public conference um, and I saw that their CFP, the call for papers, is open. And then I thought to myself, well, should I submit? I don't know. I got rejected from other like smaller conferences. So I thought to myself, uh, well, I have this like NG wet talk idea. Maybe I'll try. I'll submit that even that I don't think it has a real chance. Yeah. And later I will think about like, you know, uh, a, serious serious, a serious topic to submit. A real tech talk. Yeah. And of course I didn't submit a serious topic. I just submitted <laughs> that because I th- thought like, ah, who, who would want to hear me talk about serious stuff when you have the Angular team speaking there about Angular. So yeah. what can I teach them about what they are doing? 
So a lot of insecurities, okay, I had. Um, so I, I submitted that uh, knowing that probably I won't get accepted, okay? So that was a nice try. And then I got like an email after a few months saying, hey, your talk got accepted. And uh, I, I remember like... How did you feel? I, I couldn't talk. I was <laughs> with friends at Friday night with my wife and, and our friends at someone's uh, house. And I got like checking my email. I was ready for rejection. Yeah. And then I got like, your talk got accepted. And I was like... Oh my talk got accepted and it was my first time in the state so that was another wow. first time so it was a super giant event for me first time in the states first time in the like the m most wanted for me the, yes. the most wanted uh, angular conference that I wanted to see as an attendee to attend because I, I really liked like the other speakers there and to see them in person to meet the angular team in person after I I've been following all their moves. So at first I was like, yeah, I can do that. And and then I thought to myself, well, can I do that? Like, can I deliver that talk? I promised like in the abstract of the talk submission that, you know, people will prepare their uh, doll diapers because this one's going to be hilarious. And now I need to deliver <laughs> on that promise. High you know? expectations. Yeah. Yes. And you're very perfectionist. Yeah. I know. So since then, mm. you had some other very cool structured talks. For example, uh, and this is something that many of our friends and other public speakers uh, took inspiration from. Mm -hmm. You had a couple of talks which were like a play yeah. or an act. Yeah. So how did you get the idea to do the play? I don't know where I heard it, but I heard about someone teaching people with like making them act as parts of a program like an object or a function and a lot of inspiration came from improv shows that i saw like people becoming object and playing that so I, I i did a talk in amsterdam which was a technical talk but at the end i i want to show a demo so i ask for volunteers and show like a one minute demo of like here, you take the package and move that. But they were all like friends of mine, like the other speakers. Yes. So I, I improvised on the, on the spot and, and they did something wrong and I got mad jokingly. And people in the audience really, really reacted to that. Very, it was hilarious. I yeah. remember seeing it. And that wasn't the stuff that you saw. That was like a, a, a mini test of that ah. in Amsterdam in 2016 or something like that. So I took that and when I thought about 2017, I thought about what if I can do a whole talk, like just taking like the one minute that I tested and saw the reaction and do a whole thing like that. And that was the idea behind that. It called Angular Authorization and Authentication. Real live, 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 live demo, something like that. Yes, and then you wanted to show the process. Basically do a logging page. So the idea behind the lecture was that I start by explaining like the theory of that, but it's too complicated. So then I switched to plan B, which was a stage play script that I written. And I asked for volunteers, which were like the Angular team and, you know, uh, some, speakers. Uh, some speakers and some random people from the audience. And they all played a part, like one was the router and one was the guard. And you gave them props. And, and I gave them, yeah, like everyone had a, had a box 
The production team of Angikov helped me a lot. Couldn't have done it alone. They were rating with numbered boxes with their costumes and all that stuff. And then I read the, the start and like invited them. So they came out with like with weird costumes. Like one like a parrot, one like the cookie monster, one like... Yeah, the cookie. The local storage. Yeah. The local storage. Yeah. It was really, really, really funny. Yeah. So I, I counted on the fact that they will mess up their lines. Yeah, of course. And I will capitalize on that. So, and that's ex that's exactly what happens. But I didn't know how they're gonna mess up and what their improvisation will be from their side. And they did. They did improvise and did stuff that I didn't expect. And it was even more hilarious than I ever thought it would be. I have to tell you that for me, I saw it and it was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Once again, I don't understand anything about web, so I don't really understand the technical details and it, it's, it, it doesn't matter for me, right? I watch these things to, to learn about shows and public speaking. And honestly, I could not really tell what's improvised and what's not. And for me, it was just like a show and Shai and his friends having fun. Like from the creative uh, point of view, I always try to think, what can I mesh up together? What format that I know of from TV shows or stage plays or improv or whatever I can take and mash it with a technical topic and see what comes out. Is it just out of curiosity? Um, I think a little bit of curiosity plus challenge plus something inside me is telling me that I can use my natural ability to, to mix those things to, to give people a good experience. That's where it comes from. So when I see that I don't want to be like someone else, I want to, for myself, see if I can do that, like the challenge, and also trying to break the normal Yes, things. of the structure of the things that we already know and have seen. Yeah. This is such an inspiring thing for me in the sense that it's a way for you to, we say like bring yourself to the stage, mm -hmm. bring yourself and the things that you love and your personality. It's a very inspiring thing. Yeah. Looking back on, on that lecture in particular, um, I think it was super funny and fun to watch, Yes. but it wasn't as educational as I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. I think it got lost on the way because, because my original script that I wrote for it, I tested it and it wasn't funny. Something didn't click. Okay. And I tested it with Uri Shaked and other mutual friends of ours. My stress level went up every day because I need to deliver it on Friday and it's mm -hmm. like Wednesday now and I, and I still haven't got a story. I didn't sleep a lot and I just work on it consistently. And up until the last moment, I removed a lot of code. So people will look at the stage and won't get hung up on the, well, on the code. The yeah. And I think that that move got it from more educational to more entertaining. Mm -hmm. And I promised myself that I won't ever do that again. I will make sure it's first educational and then it's entertaining and not the other way around. And also uh, to make sure I'm ready like one month before the uh -huh. actual event okay so, and i did that in last year in 2018 in ngconf i really? did a play with two friends something that i never did before and we rehearsed the hell out of it 
and it wasn't improvised, it was scripted, and we knew our lines, and we were ready like one week before with everything. And it's one of the most satisfying lectures that I did because it was on SwitchMap and RxJS uh, operator. It's one of the complicated things to teach. Yeah. So our goal was to make sure that everyone who leave this lecture or see this lecture live with like, now I understand what Smith SwitchMap is doing. And this was the feedback that we got. Like, now I understand what SwitchMap is doing. And this was like much more satisfying than Wow, it was super funny, but I didn't understand <laughs> anything. I know. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I think, though, it is important sometimes to go to the extreme mm -hmm. and to just break patterns yeah. and then to iterate, you know, yeah, to I kind agree. of explore whatever you're doing. So yeah. it's like a very interesting process. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the last talk that you gave. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it yet, mm -hmm. but we were talking about it when you actually uh, yeah. thought about the idea. And yeah. I, I've been advocating uh, test-driven development for the, the past few years. I always get, got like, ah, yeah, I will never be able to write the test first and it's not worth it and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I always told them, I wish you could hear what's going on in my head when I test-driven develop my feature. How helpful is it? to do it this way, how the thinking process is changing. Yeah. So I submitted a lecture to Angular App here in Israel in 2018, and I did that, but the feedback that I got afterwards was that it was um, too theoretical. Okay. And that gave me like the push to do something more practical. And then I thought about if I'm doing something more practical, it would be super boring to write tests, to write like a feature for like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. it's 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 boring so i thought about what if i can connect like a secret microphone a magic microphone to my head and people could hear my brain how i think and that like sparked the idea of like whoa i can really play with that <laughs> and like play looney tunes and play like weird voices like the voices that keep telling me like to open facebook and to open twitter and to close them and like <laughs> how the voices are fighting over my attention and yeah because i know it's something every developer experience let's choose another one mm -hmm. the ng, NG game show was so I had the idea of like, what if the questions were like, like a game show when you have like, for like, who wants to be a millionaire or something like that. But instead of just showing what's the correct answer to show like a, a short video that explains the answer. So people will learn while they're like participating and, and trying to guess like the answers. The principle behind my lectures and my videos where I teach about Angular in a funny way, the principle behind it is that we always learn the unusual things better like we always remember those better so if you can mix something very like unusual yeah. and incorporate it into your like boring subject that will make it much more memorable it's true so that's my aim to find a way to make sure that people remember subject topic after the lecture is gone and not just like ah it was something about you know switch map but no, they remember the story, they remember the funny stuff, they remember that's the link to their brain cell yeah. who holds up the information of that serious topic. 
And also, I think we always say that you learn better by experience. And I think in the game show, this, the audience felt that is like a very big part of what's happening. Yeah. That it's also something that helps them remember. Yeah. Incorporating the audience, yes. trying to guess the answers, all that stuff. It's always like more engaging. And yes, the more engaging, engaging. The, the better the, they learn. It's ah. true. Cool. Shay, thank you so much. No problem. Do you want to add anything? Uh, Just a sentence, Shai. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It was very educational for me. Uh, thank you for your podcast. Cool. Bye.